Resuming Nerd World Order Broadcast Dynatherms connected Initiating broadcast signal in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, Ladies, gentlemen, and knights of the Nerd World Order, this is the Nerd World Order broadcast, the 50th episode of the Nerd World Order broadcast. I am the man that you call Dukes, and to my right, it's all about the... Booyah! What's up with your boy, baby? 50, baby. And to my other, other right, weighing in at 178 adamantium-filled pounds, straight out of Krakoa, Alfonso X-Man Flores. Now, forgive me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was Professor Xavier that said, forget about it. So today we are going to be discussing something that came up really important at this year's San Diego Comic-Con. That would be everything that happened at Marvel Studios. That's what we're going to be discussing today. Look who's popped in already. What's up, Amanda? Yes, we're at 50. Uh, thanks for joining the broadcast today, Amanda. Thanks for being part of the Nerd World Order community. So, yeah, we're looking at uh, Marvel Studios today. Uh, you guys have any first thoughts about what went down this weekend at Hall H? By the way, ladies, gentlemen, and knights, we were not in Hall H because we're not in a standing in line. So we'd like to enjoy ourselves at Comic-Con. So we got the information through research, mainly Joe. What are your first thoughts, Joe? Um, I will say, I mean, phase four, I mean, we've all bashed phase four, not impressed. I think, you know, like through the announcements, it didn't make me feel any better about phase four leading into phase five, where remember he was, Kevin Feige was like, hey, when we introduce phase five, everything's going to come together. And I'm like, uh, still hasn't. Well, we'll see. Alfonso, what what are your first thoughts on everything that went down in Hall H for Marvel Studios? Dude, I am super excited. I can't wait. Everything looks like a lot of fun to me, and you know <laughs> that's me. I'm just all about having fun. So yeah, which is good, man. Uh, we definitely love the energy that Alfonso brings, uh, giving us that positive energy which we need because mm-hmm. uh, sometimes me and Joe pull out the sledgehammer and we just bash, <laughs> bash Marvel. Uh, so let's get right into it. Uh, Joe, why don't you explain what's going on with Marvel and their naming of phases four, five, and six? So basically, they finally came up with the title, which is they call the, the Multiverse Saga, which is pretty much phase four, five, and six. That um, So they finally have a name for it. So now we know what to call that. Like, you know, Infinity War was the first 10 years, Infinity War Saga. And this is the okay. multiverse saga. Got it. Okay. So the multiverse saga. So first of all, uh, let's see here. They have had almost an entire an entire phase, and now they're giving us a name. I'd like to think that's sort of an afterthought. Like they really didn't know where they were going through the first part of phase four. What do you guys think of that? 
Well, everybody knows they always, you know, if you listen to all the actors, they always say Kevin Feige and his little crew locked themselves up in a cabin somewhere and they discuss the future for Marvel films and TV shows. So I, I can see your point because phase four is so bad and, and they put together this towards the end. But I would I like to think like if they do get together, I don't think it's something that they just said, okay, we'll just call it this. I can see your point. What do you think, Alfonso? Personally, I think they, they didn't have this completely in mind when they started everything. I figured, you know, I, in my opinion, it's like, hey, let's all do what we do and then we'll see how we can tie it all together. So they just threw it at the wall to see what stuck. And that's what stuck. <laughs> I agree with you 100%, Alfonso, because, you know, if you think about the entire uh, phase four of the MCU, uh, we have, let's say we started off with Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, that That's not multiverse. We have Hawkeye, which isn't multiverse. We can say that perhaps Scarlet Witch and uh, let's see here, Loki are sort of multiverse. Well, Loki's definitely multiverse. We can say that Scarlet Witch created her own universe, which could be a multiverse. So, eh, that's on the edge. Uh, let's see here. Then we move to Ms. Marvel. We know what they're going to do with that. So, uh, that's not multiverse. Doctor uh, Strange. Let's see. Doctor Strange, obviously multiverse, mm -hmm. but not a very good movie. And then we have Thor, also multiverse. So, we're at like 50%. Now, the thing about phases, you know, let's say one through three, even if everything didn't initially tie together, at least they gave us like that, the uh, end credits or the mid credits where they're like, hey, this isn't part of the story, but we're going to yeah. keep it going by at least giving you some end credits that ties everything together. They haven't done it. Oh, yeah. Eternals, too, and Shang-Chi. Uh, Shang-Chi kind of had multiverse. Uh, Eternals mm -hmm. is just all over the place. So I don't think, to your guys' point, when Joe says they went into the log cabin and decided that they were going to, um, you know, come up with this multiverse, I think that log cabin came about like a few months ago when they had already rolled out all the Disney Plus shows and they had already been producing everything. So I think the multiverse saga is kind of an afterthought where they're trying to repair the damage they've done. So let's get into the first show. Well, actually, it's the end of phase four. Let's talk the end of phase four. Uh, She-Hulk. We got the She-Hulk <laughs> as ending phase four. Uh, Joe, thoughts on She-Hulk? Uh, I mean, I don't know about you guys. She kind of looked the same. I was hoping they were going to, like, fix her. She kind of looks too cartoony for me compared to the Hulk. I don't know why she looks a certain way. I thought they would fix it from the previous trailer like they did with the Sonic movie where the uproar was so strong. They're like, yo, we need to go back to the drawing board. So, you know, uh, they went back to the log cabin and they came back out with a better looking Sonic. So with She-Hulk, I mean, the the, the kind of cool part is pretty much the ending. But it seems like this is where I have a problem with She-Hulk, which I have no problem because, you know, we talk about it all the time. I love strong female characters. I love that. The one thing that I I I I dislike is when they try to put push it on me and it doesn't flow smooth and it feels forced. So for me, when you watch Hulk and what they nerfed Hulk so badly, and then you see this trailer and She-Hulk from the trailer, anything he teaches her to do, she does it a hundred times better. 
Hope throws a rock, she throws a rock further. He's talking about balance, and she does this little balance thing where she does like a zen kind of pose. But everything he teaches her, she just, you know, comes off easy. It's kind of like that, the Captain Marvel, you know, like when you, she just doesn't need help. She's just super strong, and she's just, you know what I mean? I kind of get that vibe from She-Hulk, which hopefully I'm wrong, but from the trailer, like, you know, that's my deductive reasoning from watching that trailer. And the only thing I kind of thought was kind of cool, but I guess you can see why he's in her mad. Murdoch came at the end and he does a flip and you know it's Daredevil but doesn't show his face, which I can kind of see because they're both lawyers. Maybe that's the tie-in for him to be in there. and Or maybe they're just trying to get him because you know he's going to be in, he's going to be an Echo. He's going to be in She-Hulk. And then he's going to have his own series, you know, when we talk talking about Phase 5. So maybe that's why they're setting up Daredevil in there. So, I mean, it was kind of cool at the end to see that. Yeah, I agree with that. And I'll get your thoughts in just a moment, Alfonso. It feels to me like they're definitely uh, still laying out sort of a street level type Marvel thing, which I think will become more of the uh, the Disney Plus shows and then all the uh, multi-worlds and multiverses and space adventures. I think those are going to be more of the uh, movies just because from a special effects perspective, it doesn't cost as much to, you know, have real backgrounds and everything like that as it would to actually have to create like space backgrounds and new planets and everything like that. So I feel like that's what they're doing with She-Hulk. They're continuing that street level stories and then, uh, you know, they're going to move from there. Alfonso, what's your thought on She-Hulk? Well, personally, I did see a difference in the CG. Um, it, it did clean up quite a bit at the beginning, like towards the end, it looked like she was still a little cartooning. So I think they're not completely done with that. I, I think at first they just released that trailer really prematurely. You know, they, they didn't quite have everything up to snuff. And they were like, well, we got to get something out. It's time. we got to get it out. Uh, as far as like nerfing the Hulk, I, I don't think that's the case. Because the Hulk, when he tossed that rock, he just like, he just tossed it. And then She-Hulk's like, oh, I can do better. And she like picked it up and, and you know, yeeted it. Is it yeet? Is that the word? <laughs> and she, you know. She's definitely not as strong as the Hulk. Like, I mean, she only went a little bit past him. He just went, Kobe, you know. Um, and and as far as you know, the other stuff, you know, the Hulk's big and bulky. You know, yoga is going to be a little more difficult for him. She's, you know, she's got a good center of gravity. She's probably done yoga before, so she's familiar with like poses like that. And she's just not going to get low. I, I don't think she's going to be anywhere near the capacity of Hulk because he's just he's the Hulk, right? Um, it, it looks really interesting. The, the thing that I like least about it, honestly, is Titania. She doesn't, to me, she doesn't come across as she did in the book. She doesn't, you know, she looks like just like a normal sized woman, you know, with like super strength, which I guess would be the same as like Carol Danvers and all that. But, you know, in the Hulk series, these are all larger than life people, right? And I'm not seeing that from that. The Wrecking Crew didn't look too bad, but, you know, at the same time, like in the comics, when they got their enchanted, uh, uh, tools that kind of beef them up. Um, in, in this, it looks like they're just regular people who have enchanted tools. So it doesn't look like they're going to be super buff and it doesn't look like they're going to have all the durability as the Wrecking Crew in the comic books. So we'll have to see with that. Uh, the Daredevil thing definitely looked awesome. He, he looks super great. You know, just moving in there and, and you can see that it was a different costume. I think it was the yellow and the yellow and black, yellow and burgundy or something. Uh, 
that that definitely looks like something. But all in all, I mean, it's going to be a lighthearted show. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I I wouldn't take it too seriously. You know, um, you know, she even breaks a fourth wall and kind of winks to the camera, which mm -hmm. is it's awesome because she did that in the comics. You know, Daredevil mm -hmm. was not for not Daredevil, uh, Deadpool was not the first one to do that. Sure, mm -hmm. it's kind of his trademark thing now, but you know, it's going to be lighthearted. It's going to be fun. It's going to mm -hmm. be great. I like how she took off her shoes to fight first. Replica Pro Wrestling in the house. Yo, what's up, Replica Pro Wrestling? Thanks for uh, listening to us live again. Thanks very much for jumping on. Uh, I think you guys have made a, made some excellent points regarding She-Hulk. I'll just say one last thing. I don't feel like she's going to be stronger either. I feel like all they were showing was at this point she doesn't know her own strength. She's kind of like learning everything. Um, but, you know, the Hulk continues to get stronger, at least uh, one version of the Hulk gets stronger based on the matter he gets, the more that he fights. Plus, the Hulk has the uh, the uh, dissociative, dissociative uh, disorder. What is it? Dissociative. Yeah, there you go. DID. He has the dissociative yeah, identity disorder. Uh, so based on that. Uh, he is a much more complex character, so you know, I, I think she'll be interesting, but I don't think she'll in any way compare to the Hulk. Uh, Joe, what else was, or what was else as at the end of Phase Four? Uh, Wakanda Forever, Black Panther. Nice, very mm. nice. Uh, I have a rule: I try not to watch <laughs> trailers. But then Joe was, you know, we were doing. We actually prepare for the show a little bit, ladies, gentlemen, and knights. <laughs> so Joe was saying, "This is what we're gonna do," and Joe had done research. So I actually watched the Wakanda Forever trailer. And as much as when Joe Alfonso and I were in our headquarters at the San Diego Comic Con, shout out to the Marriott Marquis. It was a nice location, right next to the yeah, Comic -Con. very nice, very nice. Yeah. Absolutely. We're, we're going to book now for next year. But anyway, yeah. before I started rambling, I watched the trailer. I don't know what you guys were talking about. Granted, it was a lot of filler, but I got chills. Hmm. You know, I got chills watching it. I, I heard people complain that there weren't enough men in this trailer. When I I'm saw okay the door. That. Yeah. The door Milaje yeah. was running down a ship to fight the I'll just call them the Atlanteans. I was like, dude. Mm -hmm. Someone's trying to fight the door Milaje. That forget that, right? So mm -hmm. I am hyped on this trailer. Okay, I'm not disappointed mm -hmm. like Thor: Love and Thunder. Right. I'm hyped on this trailer. Alfonso, I'm gonna let you throw a little positivity our way. What do you think, <laughs> um, dude? It looks great. It looks great. Um, I I don't know what I watched when we were down there in, in NW headquarters and at the Marriott, but what I watched like a few minutes ago before we started. Wow, dude. It looks it looks amazing. I mean, maybe it was just because I was watching on my small phone and, you know, watching, watching my big TV at home, huge difference. You know, the Atlanteans, you know, coming aboard, there's some kind of like something going on with some military breaking into the base. And uh, I think there's more to it. Uh, I, I think that uh, some of the theories that I've heard were, you know, is, is generally not – you know, going to be like Atlantis. Well, it's, you know, somebody's pulling the string to set these up to fight each other, to make each other weaker so they can take advantage of what's going on. So I like that about it. Um, as far as, you know, who's going to be the Black Panther, I, I can't wait to see. I don't really want to speculate on that. Um, you know, I think it's kind of obvious, but, you know, it may not just be one, you know, because we're not using the same flower root thing anymore. There's mm -hmm. going to be a 
different kind of Black Panther, a different kind of way. And mm. that different kind of Black Panther is going to be sweet. Joe, educate us. <laughs> well, I think the reason why, because before it was on YouTube, we were watching it on TikTok. <laughs> a lot of them, like, you don't really get to see the full impact of it. You know, like, it's pretty cool. Like, you know, like, I think it's like what um, Bob Marley was it Don't Worry, I think in the beginning or something like that. And then it finished with like um, Kendrick Lamar, Everything's Gonna Be All Right. So it kind of like yeah. hypes everything up. So like from what, I, what I've been hearing is like Neymar is not really the villain. So I guess it's based off a comic book. So basically the comic book is when Shiri becomes Black Panther and um, T'Challa was in a coma. So in the in the book, she didn't pass to be Black Panther in the beginning, but then she was able to get, you know, past the little trials and she became Black Panther. But pretty much it was Doom, Doc, Dr. Doom, which I hope they do him right because I'm going to be really pissed if they don't. But Dr. Doom in that comic was the one that was manipulating Namor to fight against Wakanda. And I think they're trying to do that here. I think I can see him you know, pulling the strings and getting Namor to fight because there, there's got to be a reason for Namor to fight, you know, Wakanda, which, you know, like in the comic books, the only difference is when T'Challa woke up from his, com his coma and he became the Black Panther again. And in this case, rest in peace. Um, that's not going to happen. And so now you got to um, work with that a little bit, which I'm okay if, if Shiri is, you know, the Black Panther, because if you look at the, everyone's speaking, it looks like it's a female but it has Killmonger's colors on there. So it's like, I think it's Marvel just playing with you, trying to like, because they're really good at that. I mean, look what they did to Doctor Strange too, with all of us. We had all these theories and none of it ever happened. But I'm okay, you know, if Sherry becomes Black Panther, I'm okay with the like Killmonger being it or multiverse Killmonger coming in there from a different universe to be Black Panther. I'm okay with Sherry doing it. I, I would, I really wanted, I think we talked about this before, Alan. Um, I can never remember his name, Abuku. Or I know I'm butchering it. Uh, uh, the guy, the Winston Duke character, the one that he fought, you know, trying to he, yeah. I, he, but why? Because he's a big dude like us. You know what I mean, dude? Like you can't have a big Black Panther dude. So I mean, he was cool. I, I would like to have him. That he would have been one of my choices. But I mean, like Alfred said, we're gonna see, man. Uh, they they like to do a lot of smoking mirrors. But I'm pretty All sure right. Doctor Doom's gonna be in it, dude. And he's the one pulling the strings. And I hope they don't mess it up. He's one of my favorite villains. Ladies, gentlemen, and knights, write it down. Joe's speculation is Doctor Doom will Boom. be in Wakanda forever. Does, is are you gonna are you gonna say that, Joe? Are you gonna call it? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Everybody. Okay. Well, there's a lot of people that feel the same way as I do, but I'm pretty sure because you have to introduce Doctor Doom because in Secret Wars it was Doctor Doom. You can't have Secret Wars without Doctor Doom. Because he was a big part of it. So, I mean, if you introduce Dr. Doom at the end of phase four, he's in the background. Like, so, like, so, you know, when they did with the whole Thanos thing, they kind of like put him in there a little bit. I don't know if he's going to be that much in it. Maybe at the end you find out, oh, Dr. Doom is the one that did everything. But I think it's going to lead him up to it and he's going to have his hand in everything that's happening in phase five. But it's going to be disguised with Kang. So I think that's why, well, we'll get further down in phase six. But that's just my opinion. Well, that's my opinion. You got Fantastic Four coming, and you can't have Fantastic Four without Doom. 
So you got yeah. that, you got that, you got Secret War. I think mm. I think it's a good speculation, Joe. Um, I'm with you. Okay, so that's uh, Alfonso's also jumping on the Joe bandwagon. First of all, I don't care about TikTok opinions. I don't care about Instagram fortune tellers. What I care about is the opinion of the X-Man and your boy Joe. So ladies, gentlemen, and knights, write it down. That's your speculation. I only speculate on NFTs and Bitcoin, and that's why I don't have any money. Okay. Although, although it could be Mephisto. Could be Mephisto. Uh, Ladies, there's a nice picture of Joe going around. I've turned it into an NFT. He's fully clothed. But I've turned it into an NFT. So for $1,000, there's only 10 of them out there. For $1,000, you can have your Joe NFT. That's right, a picture of Joe looking like uh, the hot fire. Uh, Photographer was Alfonso at the Comic-Con. I'm telling you, ladies, if you haven't seen it, I'm going to have to post it on the gram later. Uh, yeah, yeah. Then I'm gonna take it down because it's an NFT, and you can screenshot it, and then you'd have my NFT. Okay, are you guys ready to jump into phase five? Yes, sir. Okay, we're gonna leave this up for a little bit. So you guys gotta, if you're watching live, first of all, Replica Pro Wrestling, Amanda. Thank you guys so much for listening live. If you're listening watching live uh we're gonna leave this up for a while so you're gonna have to look at very small versions of our faces joe take it away uh the the first one of phase five is ant-man and wasp quantumania which none of the you know what's crazy is you saw a lot of leaks of um this trailer but (laughs) the dude that was leaking it it was really bad it was like at an angle and it was it was it wasn't even worth watching but basically you find out um, Mordok's in it, and they showed Mordok, and Mordok, you didn't really see because you know how he looks human with a big ass head. Oh, you couldn't really, you couldn't really tell on that. And then at the end, it finished with Kang, and basically the line was like, "He goes, I'm, you know, he's like, I'm an Avenger." And then he Kang just looked at him and said, "Haven't I killed you before?" And so that was like at the end of that trailer. So basically, Kang is in it, but I'm, I'm like, I'm wondering. I think that. Huh. I'm kind because of, you know, like Marvel be tricking some, you know, they be doing some tricks, bro. Because I could see Mordok being in most of the movie and then Kang towards the end. Because you, or what about this? Because you know we're gonna get the Phase Six, but this could be a different version of Kang as we learn in Loki. So he could be finding a Kang from a different universe, and that probably won't be the Kang that you're gonna see in the final product in Phase Six, possibly. Excellent points there. Alfonso, uh, tell us about Modoc, who he is, and also tell us your thoughts on uh, Quantum Mania. Yeah, Modoc's Modoc's quite a character, man. In the books, he's pretty serious and he's pretty pretty beefy, you know. Uh, (laughs) It's so hard not to see the Modoc that they made for the Hulu TV show because, you know, he was just like, it, it was like The Office and he was just trying it was bad. It was really bad. I couldn't. I couldn't watch the whole series, but um, you know, I've also <laughs> seen Modok in and uh, what was it? I was watching one of the cartoons with my kids. I'm like, oh man, they haven't done it. What about the comic book version of Modok? What about him? Yeah, that's probably what they're going to go off of. Right, right. He's he's a man in a chair, basically. You know, big head. Um, I'm not exact. I don't remember his backstory so much because I'm getting confused with. Uh, 
or maybe it is Morat. No, Amin Zulov. I'm getting those two mixed up. So Amin Zulov is the Nazi. Modok is he's he was built by AIM, I believe, and he's just this big brain. He's got he's got uh, psychic and and telekinetic powers. You know, he's got little tiny feet and he hangs off the chair and he just floats around yelling at people. Um, That's that's all I know about him. But King, yeah, that's one thing about King. We're gonna we're gonna see him pop up here, there, everywhere. And you know what? He can get blown away left and right. Doesn't matter. We got another King around the corner. You know, I, I can see that happening. You know, he could he could be a huge threat that maybe makes it through one, two, three movies. Bam, he's dead. You forget about him three movies later, he's back. So uh, King is definitely going to be tied to Fantastic Four, I'm sure, because he is, what, the great, great, great grandson of uh, Reed Richards. Correct. Uh, going to be fun. I am thinking that... Uh... This movie is going to be awesome because Kang is a character that just holds so many possibilities. And you just pointed out, Alfonso, that he is actually a descendant of Reed Richards. Uh, He actually goes into the present to become Iron Lad as part of the Young Avengers. He is everywhere within Marvel, and he is just such an interesting character. Now, as I look through this list of movies, ladies, gentlemen, and knights of the Nerd World Order, I don't see how he's going to weave himself into this tapestry. Uh, you know, we have, I obviously, he's going to be in Loki, which is why it's kind of sitting in the middle, but I don't see him in a lot of these movies, especially as you get down to the bottom there. Um, I, I don't really see him, because all of these are what I would call the street-level characters here at the end after agatha so i would say maybe uh agatha is going to give us a multiversal concept but i don't see the other movies really tying him in that much but i am really excited for quantum mania uh joe i'm gonna jump ahead of you no go ahead go ahead joe i think i think that's gonna be a sleeper hit because you remember like when ant-man first came out we're like oh dude this is dope and then ant-man 2 came out and you were like bro you guys didn't show me anything different you know, and I remember you didn't you didn't quite dig that one, but I think this one is gonna kickstart phase five, in my opinion. I think, you know, because what what's dope about it is from what people were saying with the trailer is basically Ant Man pretty much saved the universe. If you think about it, if he doesn't, if he doesn't do what he does and comes up with that theory, there's nothing. So in the trailer, he was kind of like cocky, like I I saved, and you know, like he's kind of full of himself. And that's going to be good for that character because then you're going to see him go through some pains and trials and then he's going to remember what it's like to be an Avenger and why he got into the business in the first place. And so it's going to be him, Wasp, and then, of course, his daughter Cassie is going to be having her own little thing going on. But I think, like you said, dude, Mordok is probably going to be pretty, pretty dope in this, dude. And I think he's going to be the man antagonist, antagonist you know, of this of this movie. I think Kang is going to have like a snippet, but like I said, I think this ain't the Kang that's going to be, that's going to end up in secret, secret wars or, you know, the Kang dynasty. I think it's going to be a different version of Kang. I don't think it's going to be the same one that, because think about it. We have all these shows that got it. You know what I mean? Like Kang is not going to be in all of them. He might be in Loki season two, but I think that's going to be a different version of Kang. Uh, Alfonso, what do you got for us? One thing that we're forgetting more than anything about Ant-Man Quantumania, we're going to get Luis back. Yeah, I can't wait for him to sum mm. something up. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But we got the van. Yeah. 
that is true. We're going to get Luis back in the whole crew. So that's going to be pretty awesome. Let me ask, I'm going to throw this question out to both of you. Does Kang die at the end of quantum mania, but it's one of many versions of Kang. So we mm -hmm. get this huge pop when he comes back later and it's a different version. That's what I think. That's what she said. I mean, I agree with that. Yes. Why, why would she mm -hmm. say that? Why would she say Because that? she agrees. I don't know. Hmm. Not in my family. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Joe, I have to jump ahead of you, my bro. I know you're the navigator, but dude, I love me some secret invasion. That's my jam. Yeah. Yes, I love secret invasion. Hmm. That's all I have to say. I'm going to turn it back over to Joe. I just want no, to no. be the first one to say secret invasion. No, no, you go ahead, dude, because I think you explained it to me before and I forgot. Dude, but yeah, this soon, is one of your favorite favorite dude, ones. As soon as I read Secret Invasion and they got to that issue, I I don't think we had like Facebook back then, so I probably <laughs> used my texting machine and I had to press one 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 six six five 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 five, and I I was like, oh my gosh! But anyway, um, dude, Secret Invasion is the coolest arching storyline i've ever seen because it started way back in history and it evolves through several different stories and it's like when you see what happens like as i'm thinking about it right now because i ain't no spoiler um is there a reason like why certain characters may have changed the way that they act you know like there's oh my gosh dude i cannot wait to see what they do with secret invasion if they mess up secret invasion i'm going on strike i don't know what i'm going on strike for but i'm going on strike dude i am so excited for secret invasion it is the best story in my opinion uh alfonso's got that big smile on his face so alfonso back me up on this dude okay secret invasion first of all i am glad that it's going to be on disney plus and hopefully we get more than six episodes because, I mean, there's so much they can do with this. There's so much they can do, undo, redo, whatever. I mean, you know, the chick that jumped off the thing to get the cube from uh, Red Skull, that doesn't have to be the Black Widow. Black Widow mm -hmm. could be up in some kind of mm -hmm. cell, you know, somewhere in space. And, oh, hey, look who Nick Fury just, Nick Fury just found. All of a sudden, we've got her back in the Marvel Universe. You know, I, I don't want to talk about the lazy writing because this is actually a really good story. You know, they, there's so much they can do with Secret Invasion. And and I I don't want to speculate too much on it because I don't want to get my hopes up. I don't want to break my heart. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. I think they're going to mess it up and you're going to hate it. <laughs> because what Alan told me was going, you know, like, so without spoilers, basically, there's no you got to tell people what Secret Invasion is just a little bit. Okay, okay, okay. But go, the, go for from it. what I, from what I remember, this is what you told me. Basically, the scrolls infiltrated scroll. all the uh, scroll. The I was thinking the old scroll movie, the Avengers X Men, and they planted in their as disguises and became like an X Men member, Avenger member, and all that. And so I can see Alfie's point where he says you could bring back a Black Widow. Hell, you could even bring back Iron Man if you wanted to. You could say that wasn't a Captain America. You can do all those things. But one, I don't think they're going to bring back Iron Man. I don't think they're going to bring back Black Widow. Now, maybe if she didn't sue, 
Marvel and DC. Oh. I can see that happening, but because of that, what went down with that, I doubt they're going to bring her back. So, and it, you look at the rest of the rest of every all the other things that they have planned in Phase Five and Six. You don't think Secret Invasion is just too much? Too much, as in it's gonna throw everything off. Yeah, like you literally can do Phase Five. You could do the whole Phase Five Secret Invasion if you were gonna do it the right way, and you could do that. You're right, and. I was kind of wondering, like, why are you only doing, like, one show? But, hey, you know, it's like, uh, I don't know how to, it's like when Alfonso had the X-Men cartoon for the first time. He's like, I would have preferred live action, but I'll take this. That's how yeah. I feel. You know, yeah. I it could be an entire, it, it in itself could be an entire phase five, to your point. But I'm taking what I'm getting, you know. Right. I'll take it. Are they going to mess it up? No. Um. <laughs> I'm just excited, man. Secret Invasion. That's literally right behind me to my right. I have the Secret Invasion book. That's how much mm-hmm. I love it. I just love Secret Invasion. Now, what and you never know. This could springboard everything that's coming. Everything mm-hmm. else is coming. This could be something that's going to change the way everything else that we're perceiving right now is going to happen. It's, it can change all that. And things mm-hmm. are going to get weird. Well, that that's 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 a good point that I was gonna I was gonna say something about that. Like now, if the way to make it good or even better, to your point, Alfie, is if they planted seeds from Sukin Invasion and planted seeds to some, you know the Loki series, the Guardian of the Galaxy, to Blade, to Captain America, to Ironheart, Daredevil. If they sent seeds in that, that pays off from Secret Invasion, I could see that working out very well. But I don't think they're going to do that. I think that's too much. I don't think in that log cabinet thought that far ahead. <laughs> I just had a thought. And Shoot. I mean, it's not going to work because Black Panther or Wakanda Forever is coming before Secret Invasion. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we could always make it to where Killmonger, you know, was a scroll. And the actual Killmonger is not a Killmonger. He's a love monger. And he's going to save Wakanda. I don't know. Lazy writing. That yeah, that would be some lazy. Yeah, I mean, if you were gonna do that, in theory, you would have to have Secret Invasion before, Ant-Man. right? Yeah, because then you could play it that way, and that could lead into Secret Invasions. Right. Well, Again, that's us, that's us thinking all the all what could happen, what we like to see, and it's not gonna happen. I don't want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I could talk about Secret Invasion all day, but Joe, why don't you get us back on track? What's up with the Guardians of the Galaxy? Um, from what I'm hearing is this is the last of the series and last of the characters that they're going to do with this movie. So this is the end of it. And so from what people were saying is like the main villain is High Evolutionary. Now, I never read the comics, but I guess apparently he's the one that created Rocket Raccoon. And so when the whole cast was in Hall H, all of them were breaking down, just talking about it. And so it's almost hinting that Rocket Raccoon is going to die in it. That's what it hints at. And now, like, you have... um, What can I think of her name right now? Donald's daughter. Kamora, yeah. Oh, Kamora, yeah. Yeah, she's a leader of uh, the Ravagers now. And, you know, like... 
your boy, Mr. Crow, is like, I love you. From where they're saying the trailer, she's looking at him like, whatever, dude. But it's supposed to be an emotional ride. And I guess when they were talking about the way this movie is going to end, everyone's just very emotional about it. Wow. So it's going to be a oh. sad movie. Uh, Amanda does remind us that Scarlett Johansson dropped her lawsuit, uh, which she did because they paid her. I mean, yeah, you see yeah. someone, you drop the lawsuit. And then they yeah. said they'd like to work with her in the future. Yeah, um, when people fire you, that's what they say. Maybe we'll meet again. And and then they never mm-hmm. see you again. So I don't think Scarlett Johansson's coming back. But Amanda does bring up a good point, uh, which she could. Uh, I'm going to admit something, gentlemen, for a second about Guardians of the Galaxy 2, right? I had tears at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. 2. Yeah, uh, so if you're telling me this is going to be emotional, I'm going to have to watch it like two or three times before I watch mm-hmm. it with my family because my son <laughs> didn't see me crying the first time. <laughs> and I was. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. You got to build well, up dude. that callus, right? Well, yeah. dude, they're going to they're gonna get you with Wakanda. That's going to be very emotional for all of us. Yeah. It is. I don't know. I mean, for me... Like Wakanda, that makes me feel like, dude, like I want to, I'm inspired by Black Panther, right? Like, hey, mm-hmm. I want to do that, you know, minus yeah. I don't have, I don't have that plan. But with Guardians of the Galaxy, they just like, they hit your feels button every time. Mm-hmm. They find a way to hit your feels where you're like, like, how do you take a character like Drax and now you care about him, you know? He's like yeah. just this big goofy character or Groot. Groot's got one line, but you mm-hmm. care about him, you know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, when Groot died too, man. Mm-hmm. I think about it when Groot died, I was like, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, the waterworks are coming from Duke, so that's all I got for that. Alfonso. Man, Guardians of the Galaxy, I, you know, I can't wait to see what music they use. You know, they've they've done so well with so many songs that I've remembered and loved, and even songs that I'm like, have I heard that before? I think I have. And they just they just put them back into your wheelhouse, you know. I don't think they're going to disappoint with it at all. Uh, it's it's gonna it's gonna kind of blow us away. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, I want to know what's going on with it. I want to know, you know, where where Gamora is in relation to Peter Quill. You know, if they're ever going to get back together, because you know, <laughs> we just want them to. You know, Mantis and Drax are they gonna? You know, because they seem like they're kind of like, oh no, you're too ugly for me. He's nagging her. That's what he's doing. He's nagging her. Um, uh, man, it it's gonna it's gonna be weird that they're they're gonna come they're gonna bring this to a close because they are mm-hmm. they're all such a pretty young cast. You know, hopefully some of them pop up in some other places. There's no reason why one can't come to Earth and and be part of the Avengers. There's no reason why one can't go join the Nova Corps. Or, you know, they could start up their own thing, you know. I mean, you still have, what's his name? I mean, Star Fox and Pip the Troll. You know, in the comics, what was it, Gamora, Drax, they were they were with them for the Infinity Crusade, you know. So, who knows? They they might be part of a team somewhere else. And, I, and I'm hoping for that because uh, these are some characters that I had no interest in seeing. In, and with all my positivity, I was like, Guardians of the Galaxy? It's not even the Guardians of the Galaxy that I know and love, you know, the original team. You know, mm-hmm. right? <clears throat> and they just made me care so much about these this band of miscreants. You know, I had a great time with it. I cannot. There are two lines. It's three words, Amanda. We. Oh, here's Groot. That's right. He did have two lines. 
<laughs> I'm sorry, I just read Amanda's. Uh, <laughs> she was saying he had two lines. We are Groot and I am Groot. We were. <sighs> Poor Groot. Yeah. So cute. <laughs> We, we after you get emotionally attached to that, then we lead into echo. <laughs> so moving on. So you 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 end phase four with Wakanda. Then you jump into Ant Man, Secret Invasions, Guardians of the Galaxy, and then Echo, that no one really cares about. I didn't care about her in in Hawkeye. Had promise. Yeah. But then it just was like I, I don't care for her, and you know, after phase four, can we really say, well, you know, Feige has a vision? No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm not looking forward to that. And if they were looking forward to that, we probably would have saw a trailer for that because I don't. <laughs> nobody said anything for it, bro. So um, we're just gonna move on because I'm pretty sure none of us are looking forward to that. Wait, um, wait, Mr. Positivity, Alfonso. <laughs> But I do want to say something about Feige. You know, Feige right now, his his uh, his plan is like freeform jazz. You know, everybody's riffing. Everybody's riffing. And we're trying to bring it all together, you know. It's jazz. That's what the Marvel on Space 4 was been. You know, Echo, I, I didn't mind the character so much, you know. She wasn't, I would say, the best actress. And they can go somewhere with it. Um, <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna love it. But yeah, you're I'm not you're super looking for. No, no, you're I'm gonna love bro. it. There was, a, I, there was like a, a little pause in your voice, trying to think of something positive to say about it. Here, let's. I'll, I'll say something positively about this right now. So, Loki season two. Let's talk about that. No, so, I did yeah, like see what I did there. We, we positively skipped that echo. Yeah, well, I'm echo, echo, down for it. echo, echo. Yeah. Go ahead, with Joe. You're on Loki season I'm two, good. man. I know you love you some Loki. Yeah, I did like Loki too. So, like, I'm kind of curious to see uh, where it picks up and which King we're gonna get. I, I think like Loki season one set up with King at the end, saying there's a bunch of different Kings that you have to deal with, and I think you're gonna get one in Quantum Mania, and you're gonna get another one in Loki too. So I think they're going to be multiple different versions of Kang throughout the rest of the, the rest of Phase Five that leads into Phase Six. That's what I think. I agree. I didn't care for Loki. I don't care for Sylvie. I don't care for Lady Loki. I don't care for Loki. <laughs> Crocodile Loki. <laughs> whoa, whoa! Crocodile Loki was pretty dope. Yeah, I, I gotta agree. Yeah, little baby Loki. Little baby Loki. I didn't care for Kid Loki either. No. So I'm not looking forward to it. I'm going to take the Echo card, much like Joe did, um, mm. and move on. Uh, Alfonso, any closing words for Loki season two? You know, looking at at what's to come, I'm thinking Loki might be your final equation for King, if not for some time. You know, he may be back uh, in some future endeavor, but I think this is going to close it up. Who knows what the TVA is going to do? I think this is going to have something to do with bringing the timelines back together for one true timeline, and that's going to bring the X Men into it. 
Ladies, gentlemen, and knights, that's your first shot that you get to take. Uh, I guess we've been saying lazy writing a lot, too, so some of you are already on, like, your fifth or sixth shot. But that is the first official time that Alfonso has tried to squeeze the X-Men into something where clearly it doesn't fit. Uh, I was so, going to yeah. put, her in echo, put him in Echo, but, you know, I was cut off, so... <laughs> No, yeah okay uh yeah that's <laughs> all i have to say about that uh, however if you look at this quantum mania is going to have uh kang loki mm -hmm. is going to have kang so they're spacing them out pretty good and what i think mm -hmm. they're going to do is all of the other movies are probably going to have uh let's say kang in the after credits you know so mm -hmm. it's like okay this is happening this is happening that's what i think they're gonna do there uh let's talk the marvels until probably about two weeks ago i didn't care about the marvels now i can't wait to see it uh mm -hmm. mr positivity i see you got that big smile on your face x-man drop it on us dude miss marvel had so much heart i cannot I, i'll watch anything she does you know she wants to hang out with captain marvel totally fine you know uh, Monica Rambeau, curious to see. What, wait, is it Monica? Is that the daughter? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Monica Rambeau. She's you know Photon. I I, I think they could do it right. Um, I, I'm calling it though, and I think in this one, uh, I think Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers is going to get a visit from Rogue, and she's gone. Another way to do an X Men. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I'm calling so it. You're some of you are under the table now with the number of shots you've had to take. Well, yeah. you see Loki introduced them because brought them to the timeline, right? Mar Marvels, she takes out Carol Danvers. Mm -hmm. Rogue is who she's supposed to be because her mutant power is just absorption of powers and memories. She gets her buffness, her flight, her indestructibility from Captain Marvel. And she's going to take her out and then everybody's going to rejoice and be happy because with the exception of everybody hates Captain Marvel. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's why it might work because everyone dislikes Captain Marvel. Again, what I was saying, I hope they don't do that with She-Hulk. Like, again, you know, like I when it feels forced upon you, like I'm like, bro, like there's a lot of badass female characters that are dope. And we're like, dude, she is so dope. But don't force it on us. And Captain, I think that's why Captain Marvel didn't do too well because everyone felt like it was forced on you. And then she's kind of almost not likable. Like, you know, when, when she does interviews and stuff like that. But I think if they did that, the rogue thing in there, that'd be awesome if they did that. But I think by them switching her and Miss Marvel places, that intrigues me. One, because Captain Marvel, they made her so invincible that she doesn't need help. So why does she need Monica Rambeau and or Miss Marvel? But because they switch, now she, you can. She's not going to be fighting as much as uh, trying to get back to where Miss Marvel is because she knows where that. And it, it's a, a more an intriguing story because she's so powerful. What do you need Miss Marvel for, Monica Rambeau for, if she's that powerful? You, you know what I mean? So like you put the powerful character trying to minimize what she's who she's fighting with and you can focus more on the other characters so it seems like classic anime so you can you, you they can earn i guess be well enough and strong enough we're like oh they're pretty powerful captain marvel did need them i agree with joe that because captain marvel is op them creating a threat or a whatever plot device that they use that requires her to have the assistance of Photon, 
um, and also Ms. Marvel. I mean, let me ask X a question real fast. Yes, is Photon confirmed as the uh, as the person who Monica Rambeau will be? Um, to my knowledge, yes. You know, I've always known her as Captain Marvel from Avengers West Coast. Dude, all of these are connected to the Avengers West Coast. I mean, we even got Wonder Man coming eventually, right? But uh, yeah, Photon is a name that she used. I don't know if it was before or later, but yeah. Photon is who she is. Okay. So wasn't she also Captain Marvel? Yes. Okay. Are we sure that she's going to be Photon? Like, have we seen anything that says she's Photon? That's what I'm asking. Oh, no, I don't believe so. I don't believe so. Okay. I think we're just... Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Later on, she becomes OP as well, mm -hmm. because basically she becomes a living form of light, uh, which means she can be like gamma rays. Uh, she can be like uh, just uh, photons, obviously. Uh, <laughs> she can turn herself like her entire body into photons. Like one time she died, but all her photons like recoalesce and she came back later. So she's OP as well uh ms marvel is probably the one out of this trio that isn't op uh so this will be interesting to see what they do i'm looking forward to it i feel like ms marvel is going to give captain marvel some personality that she so desperately needs and yes. i feel like yeah exactly right mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. photon is going to give her that let's say charisma that she needs now ms marvel that young lady has some charisma so you know we can't yeah. deny that. So I feel like she, those two are going to fix the deficits that we see in Captain Marvel. Now, Amanda tells us, I can't stand Captain Marvel. Oh, well, you know, I mean, I think you're going to love the Marvels. Now, I also want to say this because Joe said it once and I didn't get the chance. I'm going to say this again. Uh, Joe doesn't like when strong women force themselves upon her. I've heard it twice now. Uh, so when, when they force themselves upon him. So just keep that in mind, ladies. Don't force yourself on Joe. He don't like that. Take it easy. Take it easy. But if you can't if you can't force yourself on Joe, I got some N NFTs, so you can have pictures of Joe. <laughs> Joe, what are we looking at next? Blade, yeah. or is it? Yeah, Blade's coming out. I'm looking forward to that. That actor's dope, and then like I think there was there's rumors, but no, it's not yet confirmed that the dude from the boys, Homelander, is supposed to be the vampire. Yeah, I would dig that. Yeah, because he, yeah, he's, he's he's a he's a dude, dope that, villain. That dude's amazing. Yeah, and but dude, so I can't I don't know his name. It's hard. To we can't pronounce it. Ali. But yeah, but oh, dude, that wow. But Bam! that dude is a is a dope actor too, bro. Yeah, so yeah. if those dudes were going against each other, bro, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, well, me too. Don't forget the Black Knight's going to be in it. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to the Blade. Yeah, we're looking forward to the Vampire. Yeah, Hershali. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what we're no looking doubt. forward to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me we, too. we don't care nothing about no Kit Harrington. I never mm -hmm. watched Game of Thrones. Okay, I don't know what Jon Snow is about. Eternals ruined that. You know what I mean? Like Eternals, like it wasn't even like I'm like, eh. You you didn't even you didn't even show my man's face, bro. What are you, Superman and Shazam? <laughs> well, Shazam was awesome. Yeah, guys, I'm just gonna say this. I am hyped for Blade. I hope it's rated R. I hope it is I hope it 
comes close to the original blade and i'll right. be happy me too i'd be happy with that too yeah I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that one i wish that one came out a lot sooner to be honest me too iron heart joe well um we're gonna get a little bit of iron heart in uh wakanda forever mm-hmm. and so that's pretty cool like you need an iron man and i'm cool with iron heart you know like i think alan said it best like we don't need Iron. We don't need Robert Downey Jr. to come back because it'll spoil the moment. But I think Ironheart that would be dope, dude. Just to see someone in Iron Man type uniform flying and doing stuff that you know we love to see in all these movies. So I'm kind of looking forward to that, and I'm glad it's like Disney Plus series too. Yeah, totally. Because you can do a I lot will... more. Oh yeah, absolutely, dude. It's like it's gonna help them develop the character more. She's introduced mm-hmm. in Wakanda Forever, and then yeah. they sort of expand upon it. How does she end up with an Iron Man suit? Well, actually, she was in college and she built it herself, right? Yeah, what, but, yeah. But it's different in the Wakanda. Like it shows her in Wakanda building it. it was it's kind of cool because it shows her hitting the hammer. It's like a, a tribute yeah. to you know like Robert Downey Jr. when he was doing his building his first right first one. Yeah, so Riri Williams, uh, this is a total tangent. Uh, Rashawn, who is considered the maestro or clutch, the dude's a genius. Yeah. And if he told me buy like a bag of dirt, I would do it. Mm-hmm. So years ago, Rashawn told me, dude, there's this character. His name, her name is Riri Williams. Go get her first appearance. And I was like, okay. And of course, Rashawn <laughs> knows I have a bad memory. Mm-hmm. So he hits me up like a few days later. Did you get it? And I said, no. You said, get it. Go get it right now. Stop what you're doing. Go get it. So I think I have like two two copies of the first appearance of Riri Williams. And once again, thank you, Rashawn. I will bag a buy of dirt or some NFTs of Joe um, if you suggest it. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, he does know what he's doing. He does, dude. Guy's a genius. Mm-hmm. Guy's a genius. Uh, so, Joe, get ready to complain about Agatha. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, I'm I sorry. I want to talk about Ironheart. Oh, it's all positive. It's all Dang. positive. It's the Alfonso. Dang, ladies, gentlemen, and knights, get ready. Get ready. So here's the thing. Ironheart, of course, it's going to be awesome. I, I can't wait. But it got me thinking. I'm like, oh, yeah, I wonder how what's going to happen with her in the Armor Wars. And I went back and looked at the list. Where's Armor Wars? There was a, there was a uh, I don't know if it was a tweet or Instagram, but the guy said, don't worry, it's still coming. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Because, I mean, you know, the whole thing was in the comics, you know, Tony Stark went after everybody who took, you know, some of his technology, mm-hmm. went after Crimson Dynamo, Dynamo, Dynamo uh, Titanium Man, Stilt Man. There was plenty. And then I guess what they're going to do in this is, you know, Rhodes is going to be doing it. And the War Machine Army, he's going to be like, hey, Tony Stark is dead. You can't damage control. You can't be using those repulsor rays. What up? And, and I'm wondering if that's going to put Ironheart in his line of sight. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know if it's going to be dealt with in Armor Wars, in Ironheart, but, uh, you know, I hope that's not the case. You know, I'd rather mm-hmm. them be working together. But, uh, yeah, Ironheart, one thing about it, I mean, of course, it's obvious it's going to have a lot of heart, so I'm down. <laughs> um, but I think, but I, but it shows her building her own armor, so I don't think, and Wakanda's got some better tech than, you got to remember, Tony's dead, Wakanda is still building new tech. So I I like to think like, and they got vibranium. So I think they're ahead as far as like, it's going to be a different technology, I think. And from that suit to Iron Man, because 
in the comics, remember like what was it like Tony Stark's ghost or something like that that was kind of mentoring her? Yeah, you know, at I, one point wasn't his so, consciousness yeah. downloaded into yeah, an AI? Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah. Which that'd be pretty cool if they did that. You know, and just have yeah. Robert Downey Jr.'s voice. I'd be awesome with that. But who knows? But dude? you know, that could be a could, piece of technology that Rhodes is like. You can't have that. Maybe yeah, she I mean, finds maybe. the old glasses with Edith. I don't think Rhodes is important. I don't think Armor Wars is important. Like, no one cares about that. Someone I, cared about it until they didn't. Yeah, and that's why in Phase Five, oh, oh, oh it's not there. Yeah, oh. yeah. and it wasn't I even mean, in Phase Four. As bad as Phase Four was, bro, you could have did it there, <laughs> and, they, and you know they didn't, dude. Like, yeah, I'm like, whatever, bro. They said we can have Agatha or Armor Wars. See, Agatha, like, it is the only way Agatha is gonna be dope. And Alfie keeps saying it every now and then when he gets a chance, is if they had Mephisto in it to be there to help. That's where she was doing all her powers from and tutelage from. But if Mephisto was not in Agatha, who cares? No one cares, bro. No one cares. I have a theory. I have a theory. And I'm not going the Mephisto route. Although, Mephisto. But what if they get Agatha to kind of siphon off some of Wanda's powers, which makes her get her head clear, and all of a sudden Wanda's a good guy again? And Magneto's daughter. And excellent. That was that wasn't even no. good because Bro, no. as you told us this weekend they retconned it, she's no longer his daughter. She is his daughter. <laughs> uh, oh, the thing about Agatha, as we're looking at it, that's another uh, that's another Kang opportunity. Yeah, uh, because looking at you know they're having possible multiple universes, there could be multiple timelines. As far as I can figure, that would be the only reason for her to have a movie because she's not really playing in it. it like her her story doesn't play into anything else. In phase four, five, mm-hmm. or six, like as to phase four, because yeah, you know, we have, yeah, I yeah. mean, what what is that show going to offer anything? I think yeah. it's going to be like a Moon Knight, like as good as Moon Knight was. Moon Knight hasn't connected to anything in phase four or phase five, and I yeah. think that's what they're doing right now. Is just, I think it's just a a show to keep us entertained while they, while we wait for. You know, like Daredevil's next, and while we wait for the, you know, the last two of Phase Five, it's a good. Uh, here, let's give us this. It's Marvel. Here, here, you know, like this should hold you over until, you know, the last two main movies in the movie theater come out. I have a thought. So Agatha is called Coven of Chaos. So a Coven is usually a group of witches, right? So you can incorporate Wiccan, which is going to roll into. Young Avengers, and um, oh my gosh, what's another girl's name that's from the Runaways? So you know, I it could be a way to bring in some more characters that are going to be heavy hitters later. Because if it's coming, it's, it's not just her. Okay, it's a possibility, but let me I, you know, Replica Pro Wrestling brought up a really good question. We've got a long time. Like if we've talked all of these movies, we know which movies are next. Mm-hmm. No Spider Man. 
Now, is he going to remain in the MCU? Yes, because Sony has figured out one thing. They cannot make Marvel movies. They cannot make superhero movies. And that is their moneymaker. Uh, every time they have basically every time they create a sequel like Amazing Spider-Man and also mm -hmm. Spider-Man 3, they just bomb. Right. Uh, a lot of people didn't like Morbius. I found its comedic value to be amazing. <laughs> Spider-Man will always be a commodity. He's always going to be there, but I think mm -hmm. he'll stay within the MCU. That's my thought. Replica pro wrestling. I'll turn it over to Joe. What do you think? Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, I think. Phase six, they might do, you know, Spider-Man, which is not canon. <laughs> I think we were talking about it the other day, like they're introducing like Scorpion when, you know, like basically it's about fr freshman. We all thought the freshman year was going to be him in college, but it's not. It's him in high school. But that's animated, right? Yeah. So yeah, like yeah, if they yeah. did, if they did like freshman in college, then you could do like what Spider-Man's been doing up to the point of like, but he's going to come back for, you know, like we'll get to phase six I'll, and we can talk about how he's going to come into that. But I got Alfonso, I will tell you what, and this is going to be a good segue. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to, I'm going to say Spider-Man is going to show up in Daredevil. Boom. Maybe. I mean, that's a TV series that could, you know, unless they want, do you that's think, but yeah, here's the thing. Do you think Marvel's gonna use Spider-Man? I'm pretty sure they said you can use him this amount of times. You think they're gonna waste it in Daredevil? What if what if it's the same kind of thing like with the Hulk? You can't have a Hulk movie, but you can have a Hulk show. Now you're you're stretching there. Yeah. Um <clears throat> like Reed I don't know. Um here's what I'll say, Alfonso. I think you bring up an excellent point. I do think you are correct. Regarding the whole Hulk show, Hulk movie thing, um, I don't think that applies to Spider-Man. But that is perfect because I keep going back to the uh, the Cosmic Avengers, and I keep talking about the time-traveling Avengers or the multiverse Avengers, and then they're going to have a street-level team. Mm -hmm. uh, Daredevil's already been introduced in Spider-Man uh, No Way Home. It makes sense that he would just have a brief cameo because you don't have to have Tom Holland to do it. Right. You just need anyone in the suit. He doesn't have to say anything. They just could have him swinging by. They can even mention him in the show and not actually have him in the TV show. So I think Alfonso is right on this one. I think that we are going to hear about him in Daredevil. Lazy. Writing. <laughs> no, yeah, it is, bro. Just to make Spider-Man relevant, that's lazy writing, bro. I mean, this <laughs> is terrible, man. Okay, let me so, just—it's just—it's just bad. I think you're all right. I think Daredevil. I mean, that series is kind of gonna have anything to do with like Phase Five. I don't think Queens is 22 minutes away from Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, and how close is Sony and Marvel? There's a Spider-Man cartoon. You know what I mean, out. dude? It's just like, Disney bro, Plus. like. I just don't. I mean, I could, he might. I'm like, 18 episodes. Uh, for some reason, this series gets 18 episodes. Well, that you and know, so, the thing's gonna. They say the thing's gonna pop up in She-Hulk. You know, I, I'm seeing more of this because they're all in New York. That's my. Thought. I I just don't think 
Marvel's going to waste Spider-Man in a Daredevil series when they have other commodities they can put in there. We'll see. We'll have to see. Yeah. However, gentlemen, first, see. first of all, Replica Pro Wrestling, that was an awesome question. Uh, mm. Turned into fisticuffs here on the show, so thank you very <laughs> much for that. Uh, what do you guys actually think of the Daredevil show? Because we went off on the ultimate tangent. What do you guys think of the Daredevil show? What do you think is going to happen? Joe. Um, I was I was talking to somebody today at work. And I was thinking, I don't think they can make it just as violent and as bloody as the Netflix series. But then he made up a good point. Deadpool 1 and 2 is on Disney now. So if you can show those two shows, I can see them probably sticking to the way it was, like dark and gritty. But I think they're going to make it better. You know, I think Kingpin's going to be back in it. I think Echo's going to be in it. I think... It would be dope if they brought in like, you know, Luke Cage in it, Iron Fist, Jessica Jones might even pop up in it because I heard she's coming back. So I could see them doing, you know, like Heroes for Hire in that a lot better than what they did on Netflix. I think, hey, Netflix, let me show you how it's done. You know, so um, I could see them doing something like that. I think there's so much more that they could do in that that they don't need Spider-Man. Wasn't the character or the actor who played Cottonmouth in Luke Cage? Mm -hmm. Isn't yeah. that Mahershal Ali? Yeah, bro, he's dope. Yeah, he was so good in Luke Cage. That made Luke Cage one. Dude, Luke Cage season one was so dope with him. And then, what? What? I remember we had talked about this. They killed him off and didn't realize how good. How do you not know someone dope? Like, if you watch it, like, come on. Oh, wait, well. Well, they didn't have Kevin Feige, but I'm pretty sure Kevin Feige would have been like, bro, you guys killed him off. You know what I mean? Like, he was like the best in season one. And then they killed him off. And then they were like, oh, we probably shouldn't have done that because the fans and everyone loved that dude so much that Luke Cage season two was booting. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't that good. So 18 episodes. Mm -hmm. I think a lot's going to happen. They're going to introduce yeah. a lot of characters. And I feel like, I you know, Joe mentioned Midnight Suns several, you know, several months ago. I think this could set up a great Midnight mm -hmm. Suns as far as bringing in characters. Mm -hmm. Well, if you look like, let's look at it. You have Echo, you had Daredevil, right? And that's perfect. You can introduce, and then you got She-Hulk. So all those, to your point, are street get street level heroes that you could do your own sagas that don't pertain to the main saga. I can see them doing that just for the TV series. Yeah. Yeah. That would be awesome. Maybe even a Marvel Knights, which is mm -hmm. kind of like the, uh, the original version of Midnight Suns, but that would be cool. Uh, ladies, gentlemen, and knights, I got to jump ahead of Joe again because I love me some Captain America. That's my whoa, dude. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't get to talk about Daredevil. But I was excited. I know I'll about Captain excited. America. Ah, oh, go ahead. Okay, Alfonso. You know what? You You're going to have question. to mention Captain America too, because now you stole my thunder. <laughs> okay. You have no I'm love so sorry. in my thunder. But, but you just said it yourself. 18 episodes. Why do they got 18 episodes? And then Joe said, oh, well, you know, the Echo could stop by. You know, Luke Cage can stop by. You know. All those, all those Netflix people, Punisher stops by. One episode is going to have She-Hulk and him in court together. Spidey's going to swing by. There's your answer. Daredevil's going to be a monster of the week show. 
you know, it's something culminating at the end. It doesn't necessarily have to have everybody. But I think I think in Daredevil that many that many episodes, I think there's gonna be a lot here and there. There's gonna be a lot of different directors. And I'm I'm pretty sure that's gonna be somebody different every episode. I, I can see that. Bro, I can see that. Yeah, that that worked for Bubble Fett. Since we're on it, when Alfonso said different directors, Bryce Howard, baby, Bryce Dal- there you go, Bryce Dallas Howard, BDH, BDH, yeah. Uh, yeah, BDH, greatest director right now. Honestly, yes, I feel I like BDH should be directing a lot more stuff because she, like, when your show's sucking, it's just it's mm-hmm. crap. BDH yeah. just comes in, it's, it's just like cleans it up. She's like damage mm-hmm. control. Yeah, bro, she's like the cleaner. You know, like whenever they be murdering people, dude, you got the you got the cleaner that just comes up and cleans the mess and then makes it look brand new. That's her. Sitting in the wolf. Okay, you know what, guys? Since Alfonso ruined it, we got two people, not just one, but two. Replica Pro Wrestling is going to give us the segue into Captain America: Nerd New World Order. World Order. Nerd. I'll say it again, but I'll cut it out this time so Alfonso doesn't speak over me. You guys will never hear <laughs> Alfonso speaking over me when I edit the show out, and it was going so great. New World Order. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Replica Pro Wrestling asks us, will Captain America have a new suit? And then Amanda, trying to one-up our homie Replica Pro Wrestling, says, I'm dying to see Captain America. Well, you know what, Amanda? So am I. And then Amanda, Amanda's going crazy trying to create segues for us. She says she's so in love with Sam Wilson. Uh, that real life, he's real life. Men, I don't know what she's saying. Something about she wants an NFT of Joe. I don't know. <laughs> oh. I'm excited about this movie. Obviously, Replica and Amanda are trying to be more excited than me, but you can't be more excited than me because you don't have the Captain America tattoo. So, Alfonso, you you were dying to talk, bro. Start us off. (laughs) So we're going to start off, first of all, with Mephisto. (laughs) Um, World Order. Uh, Curious. I mean, is it going to be, is Bucky still going to be a sidekick in this? You know? Bucky's always been a Captain America sidekick, you know, why not with Sam Wilson too, you know? Um, I, I don't know anything about it. I, I'm excited to see it. Uh, New World Order, I mean, what could it take? What could, what could it be? Like something after Secret Invasion? Secret Invasion changed everything, you know? Who knows? I, I, I can't even speculate. There's so many places you can go with this. But Sam Wilson's he's done a fine job as Captain America. I am super stoked to see him again. And bring on some Bucky, too. Can't get enough of him. What do you guys think? Joe, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you take this so that I can yeah. calm down a little bit when I talk yeah. about it. My opinion is when it says new world order, like I think with the Avengers being dismantled and stuff like that. I could see them saying the world is in chaos and you need some type of order and some people to believe in stuff again. And I, I, and I, I this is my opinion. I, I want to say that Captain America is going to be the movie that's going to get the Avengers back together again as a core. And I think Sam Wilson is going to do it and be the leader. 
but just get everyone together like hey this is the new avengers i'm the leader because you in the tv series you can see him grown I, I, the last episode was my favorite episode when he gave that speech i was just like dude this is captain america because if you know from the movies captain america always gives those dope speeches and everyone was like dude he's dope you know just like in end games they were like oh dude this guy's dope you know and you know and manzel he really is you know to rocket raccoon so i think that was a good segue to hey this is captain america now and i think that that this movie is going to be him at the end they're going to form like you know like a good a, a new avengers team that's just my that's what i think hmm you know that uh Replica Pro Wrestling brings up an interesting question. And Alfonso, I'm going to have to turn this over to you because I can never remember the name of this character. But they actually introduced his sidekick in the show, right? Okay. No. So do you do you remember the character's name? I don't. I, I thought they introduced him in, in uh, when they introduced Falcon in the Captain America Winter Soldier because he was the one that had the Falcon separate stuff able to get it back for him you know he was he helped him out on the mission and then at the end he's like you can have it because that's I got my exactly video. what i said that's <laughs> oh. what I meant. <laughs> i'm sorry i thought you said it had, he gave it to him in the show my bad my mistake but anyways uh no i don't remember his name uh robbie reyes <laughs> came up but that's ghost wider so i don't know what to tell you dude yeah uh but anyway you are correct they did introduce his sidekick. I don't know if they'll continue with that, but uh, his sidekick was actually introduced uh, in the Falcon and Winter Soldier show. So that'd be no. cool. Yeah, see, Replica knows. Look, he just dropped it on us again. Replica needs to come on the show and educate Alfonso. But no one knows this guy's name. No one knows yeah. his name. It was the army dude. You know You know right? why? Yeah. You know why? Because no one cares about that dude. No one cares about him being a sidekick, bro. I care no about cares him. about that guy. You care about everybody, Alfonso. You gotta soften your heart, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you can't bro, have no an one... iron heart your whole life, bro. No one cares about that dude, bro. No one's talking about that guy. Except for well, Replica. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and you that's and true. Alfie. No one. Yeah. I mean, that's I got three people out of like the nation. <laughs> that's three out of no four. One, people. No one, that's cool. no one no, cares but... about that dude, bro. I, he don't need a sidekick, bro. He's got Bucky. I think like for me, I like the chemistry between Bucky and and and, and um and Sam more than, you know, Bucky and Captain America. I felt like, yeah, they're friends, you know, it felt like, yeah, I got your back, but I think the development between those two guys is friendship because they deal with a lot of trauma and depression, anxiety, all, you name men's health, you know, men, mental, men's mental health, they both had something in common. And yeah. so I think that's where they bond and, and they have each other's back. And I love, I love it because they were so against each other. Because they all wanted to be Captain America's friend, you know, like his best, best friend. Yeah. And so now all they have left without Steve Rogers is each other. And I think I like that chemistry a lot better for me personally. I agree with that. You know, one thing Joe often tells me, which um, I have to agree that he's right, is he goes, Alan, a lot of times there's a lot of people that like things that you don't like. So, Joe, I'm saying this. Three out of the five people in this room, if we include Replica Pro Wrestling and Amanda. I, Amanda didn't even talk about the sidekick, but anyway. Um, let's see here. Oh, it's Joaquin Torres. Amanda did a little bit of research. It's Joaquin Torres. He, but also, he doesn't have a name. 
He doesn't have a sidekick name. Even Amanda, she did research and she couldn't find a name for this dude. Just he's found his Falcon. regular name. He's like he's he's flying around. Hey, I'm Joaquin Torres. Um, hey, Joaquin Torres, you are very much welcome for getting five minutes of fame that you're never ever gonna get back or even get anymore. He's the Falcon. <laughs> so, so if there's if apparently if there's five people in a room and only one of them says that Joaquin Torres, also known as the Falcon, don't nobody care about him. Joe has educated me to say more people like Joaquin Torres, the Falcon, than Joe realizes. So that's what Joe taught me. Yeah, I'm glad you know his name now. For one yeah. of the guys, for one of the five that that likes the sidekick, doesn't you know what I mean? No one knows. No one cares, bro. <laughs> uh, you know, you know what? You know what? People would care if he was just better. Never know. Look at Sam Wilson. Okay. I know they had big plans because they actually had a plan for phase one. But the first time you saw Falcon, you were like, this brother's kind of cool, right? But did you expect him to evolve into being like, even though we read the comic books, we knew where it was going. Did we really think it would go there where one day he's Captain America? Oh, yeah, bro. He just has a presence. That's what I mean. Like, Yeah, he had he, a presence. The other guy yeah, didn't have but, a presence. But what I mean is he started off as basically like a sidekick. You know, but he had that charisma, that presence, and they were mm -hmm. like, you know, so that's what I'm saying. Uh, I can't believe we spent this much time talking about yeah. someone whose name we couldn't even remember. Exactly <laughs> my point. And I'm not editing this out. Okay. <laughs> when you're listening to this in your car, ladies, gentlemen, and knights, this is like this is like live, raw, direct, uncut. This is like that street level stuff. That's what you're getting today. Because I I told Joe. We're just going to edit it because it's the 50th episode. We're just going to just give it to him raw. Just just two hours street level. Yeah, two hours. Well, we're over an hour now. Anyway, so speaking of being over an hour, let's talk about the B-list Avengers. Thunderbolts. Thunderbolts. Alfonso, you need to say something positive before we get started. Go ahead, Alfonso. <laughs> Tell us something positive about the Thunderbolts. Thunderbolts is a team of supervillains who disguise themselves as superheroes, brand new superheroes to come out to fight crime and to fight world threats, basically so that they could use that to exploit everything and go ahead and make something for themselves. So like, you know, sure, they're the first ones on the scene and they take care of the bad guys, but you know what, they pocket the loot. You know, they, they're just all around, they get everybody to trust them. Next thing you know, stab them in the back. So Thunderbolts, it's it's a cool concept. I'm super curious. I mean, we've got a few that we already know. I guess my big question right now is whether or not the Red Hulk's going to be it. You know, you know, Yelena's going to be in it. Uh, you know, uh, agent. Who's that? U.S. agent. U.S. agent. U.S. agent. Yes. So you know, um, something Delafonte with all those names, basically Elaine from Seinfeld is gathering up her crew to make them, you know, the Thunderbolts and. To me, it's just going to be a government agency mm -hmm. who hires a bunch of bad guys and puts a chip in their head so that if they don't do what they say, they explode. Wait, that's Suicide Squad. Yes, Marvel Suicide Squad is Thunderbolts. Joe. And there, um, I, can, I, I can see them having that. What's that dude with the purple mask? I can never remember his name, dude. He was in, yeah, you know, he's going to be in it. Oh. <laughs> he's going to be in it. So there's, there's three. So... You you have to wonder like, is another one going to come from Echo? 
series, maybe, you know what I mean? Daredevil series, you know, the Loki, Blade, Agatha, you know what I mean? To Alfie's point, yeah. like it says the Coven, you might get a couple out of there. Or you might get some out of like Captain Marvel, like, you know, three for sure. And so usually they have like, what, five to six members? Yeah. So I'm, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm not expecting too much out of this. I think it's actually going to spin out of, uh, out of the new world order. And actually, Replica brings up a really good point, which is oh, yeah. Sharon Carter will probably be the main villain in that show. And I feel like she's going to have a connection to the Thunderbolts in some mm-hmm. way. I think that's going to create the spinoff. So excellent yeah, point there. Point. Uh, by the way, Bella uh, jumps on. She says, hi. I'm just going to give a shout out a little. Bella's actually working on her own podcast. Uh, she's been telling me about it. She's going to do an Urban Legends podcast. But you know how kids are. They might change it. She's like Next time I talk to her, she might be like, nah, it's about like J-pop. But as of right now, uh, Bella's working on an Urban Legends show. So that's really cool. Uh, Bella, or, I believe Bella's 12. Yeah, Bella's 12. She's working on her own podcast. I wish we were like 12 working on our own podcast. That would have been pretty sweet. But shout out to Bella. So that's pretty cool. Um, looking at Thunderbolts. Eh, you know, they got it. You know what's interesting? Joe brought up the fact that they're going to end phase four in a way that kicks off phase five. Does that mean Thunderbolts is going to kick off phase five? Ooh. It has to. So let's talk phase five. Boom. Boom. So we got Fantastic Four, mm-hmm. uh, which is going to be the first part of phase five. So I know we've talked Doctor Doom. We've thrown the thing in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Joe, start us off. Well, they didn't say too much. They didn't say too much about like any of these three movies, only that he released those titles. But Alfie had said it earlier, like, D23 will introduce more, I think, in phase six of what shows you're going to have. Because if you look right there, there's at least seven. You got, you know, summer 25, summer 25, spring of 25, spring of 25, winter, winter, and fall and fall. So that's a total of seven more and or Disney Plus series or movies that lead up to Avengers King Dynasty. And then you have Avengers Secret Wars. Yeah, and so like you know, like to to Alfie's point, they're 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 gonna they're not gonna blow their wad on Hall H, Disney. You know, like we were there last time at D twenty three. They had Eternals, the the wackest Marvel movie ever. They came out on stage and they introduced that, and you know, they had a lot of other good stuff like you know, Star Wars stuff. But but yeah, I can see them doing some you know in more details maybe, but. To our point, bro, do we even care? Okay, yeah, I'm happy you did a Fantastic Four. Oh, we're definitely going to get one. I'm cool with that. But can you just say the cast already? Can we just know? I'm more hyped up to to see who they're going to have cast as a Fantastic Four more than the name of Fantastic Movie movie that they're going to call it or even when it's coming out. I just want to know who is going to play those characters. I'm more hyped for that. When is D23? I don't know, but I'm going. Well, well I'm <laughs> yeah. curious though because is D23 before She-Hulk? Because She-Hulk is probably going to tell us who our thing is. Uh, I don't know, but I'm going. 
<laughs> Wait, how many episodes is She-Hulk? Because I want to say like D23, is it is it August? Or, or no, I'll look right now. But I don't think, I, I think D23 is going to be before. She-Hulk's nine episodes. Nine. Wow, nice. Hmm. So let me say this about Fantastic Four. It's a historical fact that the that the Fantastic Four never sell well on the comic book shelves. They're always rebooting them. They're always pulling them off the shelves because the Fantastic Four are boring. They try to portray them as, oh, they're the first family. Well, that's actually the, the Captain Marvel family. So boo on you, Marvel, for that. Uh, not excited to see fantastic four we've already seen it twice in the awesome jessica alba movie um and yeah it's like no one cares about fantastic four so in their powers as as cool as they are they're boring oh i can stretch real far oh i can turn <laughs> invisible oh i'm a big rock guy with uh self-esteem issues and oh i can flame on it's like eh, it's boring I don't care about Fantastic Four yeah. at all. Yeah, so D D23 starts on September, was it September 9th and 10th. So if you do like the six episodes of She-Hulk that starts on the, the 17th. So you have one, two, three, four. So by the fifth episode, it'll be it'll be um uh September 14th. So D23 will come up prior to them doing the thing if he's towards the end of the last episodes right you guys ready to talk avengers king dynasty sure yep. i'm excited for Fantastic Four, but yeah let's go on <laughs> <laughs> this is the episode where we skip off on <laughs> we want the 50th episode to feel like the first 25. No, Alfonso. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I'm sorry, Alfonso. Anyway. I thought when you were talking about the She-Hulk, that was your contribution. Go ahead. Talk oh, about the uh, Fantastic Four. Yeah. I, You know, the movies that they've had before in the past have, have been crap. No, no way around that. But I think the Marvel treatment is going to do something better for it. Um, I'm excited to see it. So. Avengers King Dynasty. <laughs> there you go. Uh, okay, I'll just I'll just point this out, right? Okay, you have Silver Surfer, mm -hmm. eh, kind of a kind of a boring character. I, I know they did some stuff with him recently, uh, Silver Surfer Black, where he's supposed to be more interesting, but Silver Surfer's boring. Uh, if you think about it, Galactus, who is a herald, or excuse me, a Silver Surfer is a Galactus of Herald, boring. Like, oh, I'm gonna eat your planet. What? Like that's boring. Silver Surfer has boring or is a boring villain, and then he turns a hero. Fantastic Four, they're boring. Even their villains are boring. Yeah. So moving on. Avengers King Dynasty. Alfonso, why did you pick <laughs> us off? Yay, yay. One second. You guys just ranted and raved about how awesome Doom was, who is a Fantastic Four villain, and then all you're doing is talking about how fast never. No, that's me. King Dynasty. He, that's me that hyped up Doom. He's one of my favorite oh. villains. Alan Doom is awesome. I, I, I love Doom. Doom. I love his Doom bots. Doom bot. Mm -hmm. 
but do you love, love him oh, in the Fantastic Four, or do you love him oh, God, when no. he's in everything else? Oh, I love him in Fantastic Four. Just no, I'm talking to Joe because Joe hyped him oh. up. Joe oh, I was love on him his campaign that. trail. I love him in everything else, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if we're being honest, bro, I like him in everything else other than. But you know, like to Alfie's point, dude. Like I think. I think Marvel's gonna do a better job. I mean, I want Fantastic Four to do well, and I think they're gonna be able to do it. Just because they Eternals. Eternals. <laughs> Eternals. They will they will not duplicate that. <laughs> yeah. So my thought for Avengers Gang Dynasty. I honestly think that we're gonna have to go to the future to take down King, which will be his past. So it's going to be cool to see the future of the Marvel Universe, the future of the world, uh, what they're you know, thinking it's going to be like. And then later on, we're older, we're going to be like, well, it's 2020, it's 2032 now. This is not the future they told me in the movies. Like, when you go back and watch all these old movies that have in the year 2000. No, 2000 wasn't like that. <laughs> but yeah, that's... And then uh, Mephisto's going to show up and the X-Men are going to be there to help out. And <laughs> it's going to be great. King Dynasty... Uh, I think they got a really good build up for Kane coming to this and it's going to rock. What are your thoughts? Joe, I think I'm looking forward to see how they connect Kane, you know, because it's a two part movie. So I'm kind of, you know, like, Oh yeah. That's why they said you don't have to wait. It's it. You don't have to wait. It comes out like in a few months after I think it was in May and then November. Hmm. Um, so, I'm looking forward to how they're going to connect King. You know, does he put on Secret Wars? You know, you know what I mean? Like, what type, what Secret Wars are we going to get? You know, the, the second one or the first one where they all fought from different multiverses? You know what I mean? Because I think there was like two versions, if I'm not, not, not mistaken. But I'm kind of curious to see how those two are going to connect. And honestly, bro, bros, <laughs> you can't have Secret Wars without the X Men. So I'm hoping. And praying while they were up there in the log cabin in the boonies that they're going to do some type of introduction to the X-Men in one of those little seven slots or something, dude, where they're going to be there. Because you can't have Secret Wars without the X-Men. You can't. And I hope they don't try to do that. I, uh, we're, we're jumping to secret wars. So, uh, first of all, replica pro wrestling says phase seven X-Men dynasty. That's uh, not a very good name, but I'm sure Alfonso would love that. Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah, I think you're actually right. And I think Joe's right as well. I think what they're going to do is, you know, you have the original secret wars, well, secret wars one and two, uh, where secret wars one, which is the only one anyone liked. The second one was just a cash grab. Uh, the Beyonder, for some reason, says, let's take all these villains and all these heroes and put them on a planet and let them duke it out. And no one will ever know that it happened. And it'll be a secret war. Mm -hmm. So basically, that was the Beyonder creating the secret war. Yeah. Uh, and think, then. Do, sorry to ahead. cut you off. Do you yeah. think instead of the Beyonder, it's Kang doing it this time? No. Okay. 
because the other version of Secret Wars is what they're going to do, right. which is there's all these multiverses. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's why Marvel has mm-hmm. phase four, five and six as being mm-hmm. like the multiversal war. You know, the reason they're doing that is because all these multiverses are going to be crossing over with each other. Like when Doctor Strange talked about the incursion. Mm-hmm. that's secret wars where one mm-hmm. of the universes disappears that right. secret wars so that's basically what he was setting up it's kind of like it's kind of like they went back and redid that part so yeah. that they could set up secret wars which is cool you know kevin Feige he had to say yeah i gotta save phase four some way let me put this in here so i feel like that's what they're going to do i feel like what's going to happen is one of these universes that crosses over We'll be there. We'll have, yeah, it's going to have, it's going to have mutants. And mm-hmm. I think it's going to be the universe that has Wanda's kids fully mm-hmm. grown. And yeah. that's how they're going to get into the Avengers, mm-hmm. or I'm sorry, the yeah. young Avengers. Yeah. So I think that's what's going to happen. I think Replica Pro Wrestling is right. I think Joe's going to get his X Men because that's the pop that you want to basically set off phase seven you want to give us what we've been asking for all this time which is Mm -hmm. you have your secret wars you have this huge battle and dude people are going to lose their mind when the universe is crossed over and you see those adamantium claws Mm -hmm. it's eruption it's going to be an eruption yeah so yeah i can see that happening yeah i mean that, that that that'll be a perfect way to Replicas point season, you know, like phase seven, more of the X Men. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, let's see here. So, any additional thoughts, gentlemen? Hopefully, phase five will be a lot better than phase four. <laughs> I think it will be. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just have to thank everybody for tuning in. We've been doing this for 50 episodes, and if I weren't the, you know, I say this all the time, my memory's not the greatest. If I had a little bit more focus, we'd probably be on number 100 right now. So I have to thank Joe and Alfonso for being patient uh, when I decide to go off on a trip somewhere or, you know, my job drags me off to other places. And you guys are just patient with my nonsense, and I really appreciate it. I love you guys. Definitely. Both of you guys are just awesome. Alfonso, thanks for coming on the show and giving Mm -hmm. us the dynamic that we needed. So thank Mm -hmm. you very much for that, Joe. Thank you for being on this ride with me, dude. True story. This podcast would have never come about if Joe didn't call me on my BS. Because one time I was BSing and I said, we're going to do a podcast. And Joe looked at me and said, well, let's do it. And I was like, oh, you thought I was serious? And that's why you're listening to this podcast today. Thank you to everyone who listens, everyone who tunes in. Uh, Alfonso, I'll turn it over to you. <laughs> yes. Uh, I was, I think, guest starred on this show like three times before I came on on episode uh, 30, 20, 20, 30. Yeah, 30. 20? Well, 20. Yes. Um, and I had a 25? blast. I had a blast. Yeah, that <laughs> was 20. It was 20. Um, I had a blast every time I came on, you know, I, I listened to every single episode. So, you know, I was, I was familiar with the dynamic between Dukes and Joe. And when they asked me to be on for the first time, I was, I was so beyond ecstatic. And, uh, you know, the second time, third time, you know, we had a blast. And when they asked me to finally be on full time, I'm like, I'm going to go. I've been, I've been here in the dugout. I've been here in the batter's box, practicing my swing. 
Bring it on. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. I, I yeah. Love you both. It was, it was, I love you too. It's been a great ride. <laughs> yeah. Like for me, like the best way I can say, I'm so glad you're a part of this, Alfie, but the best way that I could say you coming in is Secret Wars and the X Men coming in at the end. And everything yeah. came together. That's the best yeah. way I can say how I feel about you a part of the podcast is me and Alan always disagree. We go, we go head to head a lot of time and you're like the perfect balance between both of us. And that's what we need. Cause you need someone that has the balance that could feed off of both of us because you know, like me and me and Alan can be divas and you're, <laughs> far, and you're far from that. And you're a perfect balance to bring us back, you know, and you you're perfect, dude. So I think like the moment you joined, we started knocking out episodes. And to your credit, like if you're not if you're not a part of this, I don't honestly, I don't think we'd be at fifty right now. That's just I'm sure Alan feels the same way. So you're very instrumental to this podcast for, for all of us, and it does it moves forward and and gets even better with you. Without you, it's, it's, it you. won't be the same. Thank you. And I had so much fun this Comic Con weekend. I, I can't wait to do it again. You know, hopefully, uh, hopefully, I'm, I won't be damaged goods and ah, you know, <laughs> no, and, no. Yeah. and both my knees are like mate, mate. Come on, that walk. You know, one thing we forgot in this episode was, come on, man. Oh, come on, man. Come on, man. Yay, yay. Yeah, shout out to uh, Jonathan and Matt over at Geekscape. They're a huge inspiration for mm-hmm. us. Uh, so that's kind of an inside joke. But yeah, shout out to those guys. Thank you guys for yeah. the inspiration. Uh, you know what? I, I also want to thank out, uh, you know, to give a shout out and thanks to TCP, the cult podcast. They've been instrumental in helping us grow. Um, can't think of enough good things about them. I agree. When you guys listen to the intro, that is the work of Steven over at the Cult Popcast. He basically said, Dukes, the intro sounds like crap. You're hurting my ears. And he fixed it for me. If you ever listen to the badass outro song, the exit Mm -hmm. song, you have to listen to this all the way through. Mm -hmm. Steven basically edited and put that together. I like the outro song, honestly. I listen to that because I, I just love that song. I love it more than the mm-hmm. intro. It's such a good mix. So, yeah. yeah. Thank you, guys. Steven, Gabe, yeah. you guys are awesome. T-C-P! <laughs> Boom! <laughs> and with that, ladies, gentlemen, and knights of the Nerd World Order, this concludes this episode of the Nerd World Order broadcast. So until next time, I am NWO. We are NWO. Nerds redefined. Booyah!